0: Hello and welcome to how to record a podcast from the Pod Farm. My name is Chris Robson and in this show we will be looking at everything you need to know to start your own podcast including software and equipment, hosting and marketing, interviews with active podcasters and tips on how to achieve a successful show. In this episode, we are going to be looking at two of the most popular free audio editors. They are Audacity and GarageBand. We will be looking at some of the main features from each of the programs and some of the pros and cons and what I would recommend for editing a podcast. So first, let's look at Audacity. Now, Audacity is a cross-platform, free, very importantly, and open-source audio editor. By cross-platform, I mean that it can be used on any Windows, Mac, Linux or other Unix operating system. Uh, Very versatile. So no matter whether you use a PC or a Mac, you will be able to download Audacity for free. It has a great community, uh, lots and lots of forums, lots and lots of useful collaborators and people to give you information about Problems you might have and explain how to use things. Lots of documentation out there about how to use Audacity. It's had hundreds of millions of downloads, and that is obviously a big part to the fact that it's cross platform. So all the PC users can use it, which make up the majority of computer users. And it's probably the most popular program to edit podcasts with because of this, because it's free and you can use it on the PC. It is geared towards sound manipulation rather than any kind of music making. That's something that differentiates it from GarageBand. But if you're editing vocals for a podcast, then that is is all you need. It has customizable theme and layout, so you can move things around. You can change the colors of things. Uh, That's quite handy because I'll get into this a bit later on, but I don't really like how Audacity looks. It has an array of plugins that come with the download but you can also install lots and lots of third-party developed plugins so things like noise gates and compressors and all kinds of eqs and reverbs and all those useful voice tools some of them come installed with garageband and some of them can be downloaded from their website and related forums what you can do with vocals in garageband you can obviously set up your microphone, record directly into it. You can then edit it completely. You can cut, you can trim, you can fade, you can delete, you can add silence, you can add all of those effects like noise gates and compressors that I just mentioned. You can work with multiple tracks at once. You can save, you can bounce to a variety of file formats. I mean, there's a reason that it's so popular with producing podcasts because it has everything that you need. So, some big pros for Audacity are that it can be used on any operating system. That is a huge plus, and it's going it's going to be a deal breaker for some people who don't have access to a Mac. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. It has some very intuitive basic editing functions, like the delete function, where you just highlight and press delete, and the audio automatically snaps back. Uh, can result in some really clean sounding edits very very easily and intuitively so it's great for very simple starting out edits like i said before it has a massive community for support that's another very handy thing some downsides are that it doesn't have any vst instruments so you can't make music in it so much Uh, some of the presets in things like the noise gates and the compressors are quite limited So if you are starting out learning how to use things, use these audio units, uh, presets can be very handy and the limited nature of the ones in Audacity can be a bit of a pain. Similarly for learners, Audacity has a very early 2000s Windows ugly grey square look. Uh, I don't find it very pleasing to look at, and I can't imagine that for newcomers to the program, it's very welcoming. It seems like quite a daunting thing to look at. Gray, lots of numbers, a couple bits of green, and that's that's all you're looking at. It looks very surgical. Um, it, you can only import limited file types. So for example, when I'm recording, when I'm screen capturing, if I Bounce something out of OBS, it comes as a .mkv file that can't be trans- that can't be loaded into Audacity. I have to then convert it to an MP4 before I can work with it in Audacity, so that can be a bit of a pain. It just adds another hurdle to getting things edited, and also there currently there is no support for macOS Catalina, so you can run Audacity with Catalina, but you have to launch it through Terminal. Um, which is a bit of a pain. To find out more about that, if you are about to download Audacity and you're running Catalina, then I would just type in, you know, Audacity macOS Catalina, and there is a really useful post in one of the forums about how to launch it through Terminal. So on to GarageBand. Now, GarageBand is a very popular music production software. It is a DAW, a digital audio workstation, And there's some key points. Although Audacity blurs some lines between Audio Editor and Digital Audio Workstation, GarageBand is very specifically a DAW, a Digital Audio Workstation. And some of the functions that it can do because of that that Audacity can't do are things like real-time effects. So when you're listening to something, you can cycle through effects and hear them in real time. You don't have to load each one individually. You get this great sequencer window. So... GarageBand is a lot better for working with lots and lots of files. You can drag things around very easily. Um, you can sequence all kinds of different instruments and things in there. And it's it's really handy for working with large, multiple files. So interviews with multiple people and different tracks, that kind of stuff. It also has lots and lots of automation. So automatically having the volume go up and down or the pan go from left to right is much easier to do in GarageBand. But back to some of its individual features. Um, unfortunately, Mac GarageBand is only available for Mac and no, for Mac OS and iOS users. So people who use a Mac computer or an iPhone only can use GarageBand. Like I said before, that is going to be a big deal breaker for some people because if you don't have access to one of these computers, then you can't use GarageBand. Again, like I said, it doesn't matter too much because Audacity has everything you need to edit a podcast. But GarageBand also has some handy other features. It isn't just great for editing audio, but there is lots of built-in instruments. So if you want to add sound effects or instruments during the episode or make your own music for the podcast, then this is very handy to do in GarageBand because of all those instruments and also audio loops and sound effects that come with the program. So what I've got down here, some of the positives for GarageBand It's more versatile than Audacity, obviously, with being able to use it for music as well as editing audio. Uh, It does everything that Audacity can do and a bit more, really. It has a lot better presets, so this is great for learners. A lot of the effects in GarageBand, the reverbs and the the noise gates and the compressors, have a bunch of great built-in presets that explain in the name what they're used for. And it can be a great tool for learning how to Use things like reverb or delay or compressors. Again, for learners, I think GarageBand is better because it is much better looking. It is a much better looking piece of software inside. It's a lot more color, a lot more slimmed down, a lot more smooth, easier, nicer on the eyes, a bit less daunting to look at. So that's a good thing if you're just coming into it new and you're easily daunted by the learning curve with editing audio. It's also because you can get GarageBand on an iPhone, it makes it mobile compatible. So you can be working on a podcast and then flip it over to your phone and carry on working on it on the go. Or vice versa, you can record it on your phone or iPad and then get home, flip it over to your computer and continue working on it, which is very, very handy. You can load all kinds of file types into GarageBand. So that's just another little plus it has. You don't have to convert things. You can just drag and drop and they're ready to go. And yeah, I mean, the big downside of it is that it's only available for Mac users, which sucks if you don't have a Mac. But again, that's not an issue because Audacity is great. You might be able to guess by how I've been talking about it, but I prefer GarageBand. The reason for this is that my favorite way to edit podcasts is with Logic Pro X, which is kind of the big brother of GarageBand. They share a lot of similarities, and I really like how easy to use and attractive to look at Logic Pro X is. Um, it isn't daunting. It's easy on the eyes. It's very intuitive and very powerful. GarageBand is like a slimmed down free version of this, and so for that reason, it would be my preference. Um, I think GarageBand is better for beginners. I think Audacity is better for the wider populace because most people use PCs rather than Macs. Again if you have the choice I would say go for GarageBand. GarageBand is a powerful piece of software. Uh, it's actually been responsible for editing and producing some really big albums. Uh, I think Fallout Boy famously did an album on GarageBand and I think Grimes or someone has produced some music with GarageBand and uh, Rihanna the umbrella, that beat at the beginning, comes from a garage band loop. So it's a powerful program that can be used for a lot of different purposes. But again, Audacity is the most popular podcasting piece of software. So you're not really going to go wrong with either. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, head over to thepodfarm.com to find out more about what we do and how we can work together to produce a podcast that's ready to be heard by the world. You can also access our courses on the website. We have a free course on how to record and release a podcast for free using free equipment you might have around the house and free services. And we have a full course, which is a much more in-depth look at how to record plan buy equipment edit host all those things uh even there's even a bit of marketing in there and there's downloadable resources on the website you can follow us on instagram youtube or facebook at the pod farm and until next time we wish you all the best with your podcast